Or don't you know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. 1 Corinthians 6, 19-20 Dear Lord, the message is clear and compelling. We are not our own, but yours. The price paid for us was nothing less than the precious blood of Jesus. Remind us daily that our bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit, sanctuaries where your presence resides. May this understanding transform every aspect of our lives, how we eat, how we exercise, how we rest, and how we relate to others. Let us honor you, not just in spirit and in thought, but in physical action as well. Give us the wisdom to make choices that glorify you and the strength to turn away from activities and habits that dishonor the temple you've entrusted to us. May our lives be compelling testament to your transformative power and love. Thank you for valuing us enough to make us your dwelling place. May we live in a manner worthy of this high and holy calling. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen. Welcome to Pray News, where hope is our only bias. Today's news at a glance, Kaiser workers have officially launched the largest healthcare workers strike in history. Chicago's new labor initiative may be a saving grace for waiters, or it could be an accidental war on tips. And Ozempic, the new weight loss drug sweeping the nation, is making the snack industry sweat. Today's stories either directly or indirectly have to do with our health. Our health can be a personal subject, since we are all on our own personal journeys with nutrition, exercise, weight, chronic illness, and injuries. Wherever you find yourself today, whether it be at a peak performance or a valley of health issues, know that your identity is first and foremost in the grace of Jesus. Whatever the scales say or whatever diagnosis comes your way, know that the love and affirmation of Christ ultimately define you. His power and comfort will sustain you through the highs and lows of life. We're glad you're here today. We pray today's news leaves you informed and transformed. If you've been impacted by this take on the news, consider sharing this episode with a friend. We want as many people as possible to hear the wonderful message of Jesus and be informed on today's news. Before we get into today's first story, let's hear a word from these sponsors. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of. One that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com. 
More than 75,000 Kaiser Permanente healthcare workers have boldly marked the pages of U.S. labor history by walking off the job in what stands as the largest healthcare strike ever recorded. Their actions have captured the nation's attention. Let's take a moment to go beyond the picket lines and explore the heart of the issue. The crux of this historic labor dispute are wages and staffing, the two lifelines of any healthcare institution. On the one hand, Kaiser Permanente is offering a wage increase of 12.5 to 16% over four years, but the unions are unsatisfied with this proposal and claim that Kaiser has done too little to address staffing shortages, especially post-COVID. The unions retort a demand for a 24.5% wage increase, but there's even more. With a vast number of Kaiser Permanente personnel on strike, many patients have opted to cancel appointments rather than cross picket lines. And while the decision to strike is morally complex, the ethical onus for healthcare falls squarely on the striking workers, their union, and the Kaiser administration. Emergency plans from Kaiser have included temporary staffing and diverting non-emergency cases to other locations. But the lingering question remains, will it be enough? The strike has not occurred in a vacuum. The U.S. has experienced a surge in work stoppages this year, fueled by tight labor markets and inflation. Edith Hurtado, an OBGYN medical assistant on the picket lines, summed it up by saying, we are all here to send Kaiser a message. And that message, it seems, is resonating loud and clear, amplified by acting U.S. Secretary of Labor Julie Su. And her involvement in mediating the dispute might be key in finding a resolution. Let's not forget the healthcare system is a complex web of interdependent services from pharmacists to respiratory therapists to janitorial staff keeping everything clean and sanitary. Kaiser's system serves an astonishing 12.7 million members across five states in Washington, D.C. Thus, the ripple effects of this strike extend far beyond the immediate circle of 75,000 workers, plunging into the homes and lives and health of millions of people. The strike is scheduled to last three days, but those 72 hours could be crucial for many patients. It's a ticking clock scenario where even a second's delay can tip the scales between life and death. Healthcare is not an industry that can simply pause and pick up where it left off, like the entertainment industry. From a Christian standpoint, it's worth pondering upon the delicate balance between the dignity of the work and the ethical responsibilities of healthcare providers. Work is not just a means to earn a living, it's a form of human co-creation with God. As stewards of God's creation, we are supposed to be as image bearers and, and go out and do amazing things, build institutions, help and contribute to culture. Therefore, the dignity of the worker, including fair wages and humane working conditions, is a priority. But on the flip side, healthcare providers have taken on the ethical duty of caring for the sick and the vulnerable, and people don't just stop being sick and vulnerable because you're picketing. When healthcare workers strike, they risk hampering the system's capacity to care for patients, a dire ethical dilemma that they don't take lightly. Thus, the Kaiser Permanente crisis presents an extraordinary challenge. How do we ensure dignity for workers while also understanding the severity of healthcare workers not showing up to work? The answer lies in balancing empathy with responsibility, treating workers fairly while ensuring that those in need are not abandoned. This may require both sides of this tense debate to go the extra mile in their moral commitments to find a middle ground. Anytime we are faced with a story on strikes and labor negotiations, Matthew 5.9 comes to mind. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called children of God. Those who go the extra mile to make peace, negotiate fairly, and settle disputes will develop a godly reputation. The world looks at peacemakers and says they are clearly close to God. 
May we all strive for the title of peacemaker in our lives, not just in our workplaces, but in our homes and relationships. So, as we watch the largest healthcare strike in U.S. history unfold, let's remember that at the core of this complex issue are ordinary people, workers striving for a better life and patients needing immediate care. It's a battle of biblical proportions, indeed, and one that begs the divine wisdom and earthly action. So, let's lift this story up in prayer. Lord, as we watch this historical labor movement in healthcare, grant wisdom to both sides to find balance and solutions that honor the dignity of work and the sanctity of patient care. May the peacemakers rise among them, illuminating a path to compromise and understanding. And in these crucial hours, protect those who are most vulnerable, ensuring that no life is put in undue risk. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Good day, Windy City dwellers and those beyond just looking from outside. Buckle up as we delve into an issue that's stirring more pots than a saute chef on Friday night, the battle over subminimum wages for tipped workers in Chicago. After a key nod of approval from the city's Workforce Development Committee last Wednesday, a proposal to phase out subminimum wages in Chicago could soon change the lives of tipped workers from Northside bartenders to Southside servers. A 9-3 vote pushed the One Fair Wage Ordinance further down the legislative pipeline, making its final showdown in a city council vote next month. Spearheaded by Jesse Fuentes, this ordinance aims to level the financial dining table by elevating the hourly minimum wage for tipped employees to $15.80 an hour, equivalent to the city's current minimum wage. Should the proposal pass, it will phase out some minimum wages over a five-year stretch. And, not to make California jealous, but Chicago could become the largest city to say ta-ta to some minimum wages for tipped employees. Presently, Chicago's tipped workers ride a pay scale that ranges from $9 an hour on the smaller establishments to $9.48 at the larger ones. Tips, those whimsical acts of customer benevolence, then round out their earnings. But starting July 1, 2024, should this ordinance come to fruition, wages for these workers would increase by 8% annually to 2028. So in essence, it's one fair wage plus tips. Opinions on this issue were as diverse as a Chicago hot dog. No ketchup, of course. Seth Blumenthal, director of operations at Lemon, the cocktail bar, not the fruit, embraces higher wages as a part of sustainable business model. He believes that potential wage bump will pass largely unnoticed by patrons who will continue to tip. Sam Toya, president and CEO of the Illinois Restaurant Association, was lukewarm to the change, kind of like those nuggets that clearly sat out a long time before being served to you. Yet, he considered the five-year phase-in plan a middle-of-the-gravy-boat solution. Conversely, workers like Destiny Fox, a server at Jean and Gioretti, feared the drop in tipping. Fox says her wages and tips allow her for a downtown life, arguing, I work hard for my tips, we create experiences for people. I don't work minimum wage, I work for tips, and that I believe I deserve. Could this wage increase be an accidental war on tips? Could it also act as a springboard for worse customer service? Time will tell. Alderman Brendan Riley pointed out the potential for unintended consequences, such as increased menu prices or reduced hours for workers. I live in a reality, and there are consequences when it comes to policy changes, Riley said. His sentiments were echoed by his colleague Nicholas Posado who quipped that the real issue is people not knowing how to tip properly. How do we look at this through a biblical lens? Proverbs 14.31 says, Whoever oppresses a poor man insults his maker, but he who is generous to the needy honors him. The debate is nuanced, but it's essential to remember that everyone, from the dishwasher to the restaurant owner, is created in the image of God. Striving for fairness and dignity in labor practices honors the worker and our creator. 
That doesn't mean this plan to increase wages will work. There's nuance to decisions like this. Hopefully, this leads to a better life for workers, better food for patrons, and better business for owners. But, alas, we can't fully predict these decisions. And that's kind of how life goes sometimes. We do our best to have foresight, make decisions we believe are honoring to the people around us, honoring to God, and then we wait to see if we need course correction. Think about David, who, with his best intentions in mind, made plans to build God a temple. But as it turns out, that wasn't David's task to take on. God didn't want him to be the one to build him a temple. Sometimes we begin something that doesn't end up being God's plan, so we pivot. That's a part of life, faith in the human condition. Perhaps this move will yield great fruit. We will wait and see. So, the next time you tip your server, remember the change you leave on the table might soon be less about sense and more about making sense of a complex issue, where equity, economics, and empathy intersect. Let's lift this story up in prayer. Lord, as Chicago wrestles with the doughy complexities of wage equity, grant wisdom to decision makers, fairness to workers, and understanding to patrons. May this endeavor honor the dignity of work and reflect your values of justice and compassion. Help everyone involved to pivot wisely if unintended toppings or consequences sprout up. In Jesus' name we pray. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. Amen. 
The phrase, you are what you eat, has a whole new spin in an era where a growing chunk of the population is opting to simply not eat. Enter Ozempic and its cohort of appetite-suppressing medicines, which have become the latest weight loss weapons of choice. With Morgan Stanley projecting that nearly 7% of the U.S. population will be on weight loss medications by 2035, this phenomenon has food industry titans breaking out their calculators and rethinking strategies. These drugs have significant implications for consumer habits. Carolyn McBain Waldo, an Ozempic consumer, confirmed that her family is ordering less takeout and trimming their grocery bills by a delicious 20%. Some even report that a single jelly bean is now satiating them. That's right, a solitary, lone jelly bean. Now, that might be good for cutting weight, but it's certainly not a healthy lifestyle. According to UC Davis, Ozempic is known generally as a semaglitude, which approved in 2017 by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration for use in adults with type 2 diabetes. Ozempic is a weekly injection that helps lower blood sugar by helping the pancreas make more insulin. It is not approved for weight loss, but some physicians prescribe it to be for weight loss. Ozempic works by mimicking a naturally occurring hormone. As those hormone levels rise, the molecules go to your brain, telling you that you're full. It also slows digestion by increasing the time it takes for food to leave the body. This is similar to the effect of bariatric surgery. When using Ozempic to treat diabetes, weight loss is a common side effect, and so it's now designed to be long-term for weight loss. Campbell CEO Mark Klaus admitted he's pondering the rapid rise of pharmaceutical companies behind these weight loss drugs. He isn't alone. Executives at Canoga Brands and others are also doing some navel-gazing, while they still can see their navels, of course. According to Morgan Stanley, snack companies like Hershey and Campbell may feel the brunt as consumers drop sugar and fat. Hershey's kisses might become more of an air peck, if you will. Amid the dietary drama, the S&P 500 Packaged Food and Meat Sub-Index has taken a 14% tumble this year. Analysts say that the drugs remain largely inaccessible to the average Jane and Joe due to their costs and potential side effects like nausea. Ozempic is being largely consumed by celebrities, high-ranking influencers, and all the other people who set impossible beauty standards for the rest of the American psyche. Nevertheless, food companies are leaving no stone unturned, brainstorming alternative revenue streams and new product lines as the popularity of these drugs increases and becomes more available to the public. Conagro's CEO, Sean Connolly, seems cautiously optimistic, stating that the potential fall in calorie consumption is a long way off. Mondelez is already jumping to the portion control bandwagon, and Campbell's Klaus believes there are still more challenges and opportunities ahead. In a world where the average person could be dropping as much as 30% of their daily calorie intake, change is not just in the air, it's on the shelves. The rising trend of appetite-suppressing drugs prompts us to revisit the often-overlooked sin of gluttony. In a world that glorifies excess, it's easy to forget that moderation is one of the virtues extolled in the Bible. While these medications could be seen as a quick fix for our overindulgence, they should also serve as a spiritual mirror, reflecting the deeper issues of excess that can permeate in our lives and all throughout our culture, and especially in this country. Often when we feel out of control, tired, or without purpose, we can turn to food to medicate our negative emotions. However, research and biblical narratives reveal that exercise, healthy eating, and moderation considerably affect our lives, increasing our mood, our passion, our vitality. Think about Daniel and his friends who opted for a healthier diet than their Babylonian counterparts. 
They were set apart and given more opportunities as a result. Think about Paul, who urged us to see our bodies as temples of the Holy Spirit, meant to be taken care of and treated well. In Proverbs 23, it is warned, do not join those who drink too much wine or gorge themselves on meat, for drunkards and gluttons become poor and drowsiness clothes them in rags. The era of Ozempic could serve as a societal nudge to reevaluate our relationship with food, consumption, and by extension, our spiritual lives. Now, this is by no means an endorsement of weight loss drugs. That's between you, your God, and your doctor. But this call for moderation extends to the church as well. How many youth events have piles of candy and droves of pizza flowing into young children? How many church events feature pancake breakfasts with syrup flowing and potlucks of cheesy, fatty, and salty plates? This is certainly not a judgment on church potlucks. <laughs> Please, don't get me wrong. Rather, it is a nudge to consider if the church is setting a good example for moderation, health, and self-control. As for the upending of the junk food industry, we won't be taking out our violins for them. Less Mountain Dew and Cheetos are objectively positive for our culture and our mental health. We'll continue to keep a close eye on Ozempic and the rise of these weight loss drugs to see not only what it does to health, but what it does to the American psyche and body image issues. Know that you're loved by God. Know that no matter what the scale shows or no matter what health scares you go through, you're beloved by the creator of the universe and he cares for you. So with all this being said, let's lift this story up in prayer. Lord, as society turns to pharmaceuticals to quell appetites, may we be reminded of the virtue of moderation and turn to you first and foremost for our mental, emotional, and physical health. Help us to see our bodies as temples deserving of care and guide industries towards producing what nourishes us, body, and soul. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us today on Pray News. It is our aim to be informed and transformed. We pray today you would proceed with hope, love, and determination to be a force for good. If you've enjoyed this take on the news, consider writing us a review and share your experience. You can sign up for our newsletter at praynews.com. There you will find sources to all of our reporting. And be sure to download the pray.com app to make prayer a priority in your life and experience the Bible in new, cinematic, and compelling ways. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget Beach Finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Ibera Star Hotels and Resorts and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.